Greetings and God bless you, my friends and neighbors, and welcome to The Wow Factor, the word of wisdom designed to inspire, empower, and enlighten you in just a few short minutes at a time. My name is D.L. Wallace, and I am elated to be the host of this day's call, where our motto is simple, your soul will be blessed in eight minutes or less. Our request is simple as well. Send this podcast to your coworkers, your neighbors, your loved ones, and friends, so they can have some inspiration to make it through the course of their day. Let's jump right into our topic today, my friends, and that topic is simply, let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. Now, if you've ever watched a boxing match in in the last 20 years, I'm sure you've heard that phrase because it was Michael Buffer who would stand in the middle of the ring right before the fight would start, and he would say in his own unique way to the boxers and the fans, let's get ready to rumble. And when you think about that phrase, it's, it's ironic because it's not, he didn't say let's fight or let's rumble. He said, let's get ready ready to rumble. That's because fighting requires a degree of preparation. And ironically, there are a lot of fights that take place in this spiritual life as well. Remember the Bible tells us in in 1 Timothy 6 and 12 to fight the good fight of faith. Then you remember in 2 Timothy 4 and 7 when Paul said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. God has routinely used fighters because fighters have a a, a relevance in the kingdom. Remember, David was a fighter and Samson was a fighter and Jephthah was a warrior. Yes, my friends and neighbors, there are spiritual battles that we're going to have to fight and in order to do so, we must be ready to rumble. Yes, we cannot be taken by surprise. We must be ready to rumble. How prepared are you for the spiritual fights that you've got to to take on? How prepared are you for the spiritual battles and the warfare that are sure to come your way at one point or another? Let's out outline the ways to get ready to rumble. The R reminds us first and foremost that we must remove distractions. Yes, my friends and neighbors, we must remove distractions. You think about it. Uh, uh, when, when, when you've ever seen somebody getting ready to fight, maybe you've watched a television show and you've seen a comedy where two women were getting ready to fight and they begin to pull off their earrings and they begin to take their high heel shoes off and they might even pull off their wig because they, they don't want anything to hinder them from the battle. Well, in boxing, something similar happens because the boxers only go in the ring with their boxing trunks, their shoes, and their gloves. No additional attire is necessary. They want to only have what's needed for the battle. But by the same token, my friends and neighbors, we've got to remove distractions in order to be effective in winning the battles in this Christian life. You remember in Hebrews 12 and 1, when we were encouraged to lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us? We've got to make sure, my friends, that we have removed those distractions. Well, you may say, how how do you do that? You got to, first of all, consider all the distractions that we face now with unhealthy television and internet. It might be even some unhealthy conversations with friends and family members. And it's hard to get ready for the challenges when distractions exist. So you say, well, how do I remove it? First of all, I want you to consider these key points. First is isolation. There is a value to spending quality time alone with no cell phone, no internet, just you and your thoughts, not around people, but having an opportunity to meditate and pray to God. Jesus did it in Mark 1 and 35. The Bible says in the morning, Jesus rolled us up a great while before the day and he went into a solitary place and there he prayed. Yes, my friends, Jesus understood the importance of being alone every single day. It's good to be isolated from time to time. Get up an hour earlier before you go to the office or go to bed an hour later or do something to steal away 
away all by yourself where it can just be you and God in his presence and prayer. My friends and neighbors, it has a powerful impact. And after isolation, then becomes identification. Consider the source of your biggest challenges. Where is your problem? Who is your biggest distraction? Yes, my friends and neighbors, I said who? Because the Bible outlines in Galatians 5 and 7 you that we did run. He said you did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey? The, he says someone is responsible for holding you back. And in that isolation moment, we begin to have identification moments where we identify the who, the what, the when, the where, and sometimes even the how. We got sidetracked and we're able to eliminate those things and move forward. Then obviously, of course, there's intensification. Intensification is a word derived from intensity and it's just the process of getting serious about getting better. You know, it's in this Christian life, we can play church all we want, but it's not important to do that. It's important to intensify, to get serious about getting better. Remember the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15 and 58, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That's intensity, my friends. It's saying I've got a work to do, a, an assignment to complete, and I'm not going to allow anything to hinder me from that assignment. Yes, my friends and neighbors, in order to rumble, we first must remove distractions. Then the next thing we've got to do is we need a sparring partner. Boxers have sparring partners. They don't just shadow box before they fight. They actually get in the ring and mix it up with somebody else. And I challenge you, my friends, remember the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes that two are better than one. It's good for us to have a sparring partner in this Christian life. Sometimes we call them a prayer partner. And, 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 and whatever you call that person who challenges you to get better, who holds you accountable, who is not going to allow you to do whatever you want without any kind of, uh, of response or rebuttal, that's your sparring partner. When you can think about that individual that encourages you to pray, to read your Bible, to spend time getting better, to know God even more, that's your sparring partner. And, and see, when you're looking for a sparring partner, I always say, consider a sparring partner that is bona fide. If you're a heavyweight champion, then you don't spar with lightweights because the lightweights are not going to challenge you. You need somebody bona fide, someone who's been through something, who understands what it's like to overcome adversity, who knows what it's like to steal away in prayer, who recognizes the power and presence of the Almighty God. Find a sparring partner. Then, yes, my friends, you need a bona fide sparring partner as well as someone who's qualified, someone who believes in God the way you do, who's rooted and grounded, not a babe in Christ, but a seasoned veteran. You remember Shadrach had Meshach and Abednego. Caleb had Joshua. Moses had Aaron. Who do you have? My friends and neighbors, we've got to get ready to rumble. And in order to do so, we must be able to get a good sparring partner. Let me get the last point in before we go. The final thing is in order to get ready to rumble, we've got to become comfortable getting hit. Yes, my friends, we can't be afraid to mix it up, to have challenges and setbacks. Remember, Jesus had a battle on the cross and he won it. And, 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 and Paul and Silas in Acts 16 had a battle in the middle of a prison and they won it and we will win ours as well. We can't be afraid to bleed, sweat, swell, and breathe hard. In this spiritual life, sometimes there will be challenges. The Bible says in Proverbs 24, 16, that a just man falls seven times and rises up again. Then we discover in Psalms 37 and 4 that though we fall, we won't be utterly cast down because the Lord will uphold us with his hand. My friends and neighbors, we've got to be comfortable getting hit. Remember, we've got to take that shield of faith so we can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. It's all right to get ready to rumble. That's all the time of yours I'm going to take today until we talk again.
again on tomorrow. God bless you. God bless your families and embrace the new and improving you.